2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. Good to have you here. My name's Marcus and we've shuffled the pack here at the Ramble a little because Pete has gone on holiday. But don't worry because Jim is back from Edinburgh all in time to talk about his beloved Arsenal's 10-goal thriller. Aren't you, Jim? Yes. Yes. Yes Um, I am Hello everyone (laughs) Oh it's good to have My favourite one back Oh it's good to be back Yeah I'm my um, favourite one as well And a man who's also known To get battered on the weekend is Luke Alright Wasn't written I promise Uh, So uh, One in one out Like a crap nightclub In provincial England You might say Mm. Um, Now opening question Comes courtesy from uh, At Lennon underscore McCartney he tweets in saying how would the Ramble gang console Arsene Wenger if they were Pat Rice after the 8-2 drubbing
3: I think I'd better let Jim go first given it's his uh, team
2: yes um, well what, it's a good question clearly, by the way. it's a very good
3: question Wenger's thanks for Venger's
1: clearly that. going a bit Howard Hughes isn't he He's a, <laughs> yeah he, which he, one's it's, Howard Hughes Howard, it's, it's, it was, the Aviator was based on him very, very reclusive basic, uh, yeah. sort of, um, oh ok yeah. Yeah, for, like went gradually mental and I think if I was Pat Rice I'd probably I'd start dressing up as Cesc Fabregas <laughs> and really, really trying in training. Just really just, just <laughs> trying to raise my game to the level of Fabregas. You're I'm, assuming I'm you're still here. <laughs> well, yeah, I am, I'm going to make that assumption which I think is fair.
3: Do you, do you think he takes it beyond that level and he, and he dresses up as all of them and just leaves the kits in different opportune places in the tree? Yeah,
1: maybe. Runs in his Fabregas to get a ball, comes yeah. back
3: out again as Nasrin.
1: Yeah. Henri, uh,
3: like Vieira, <laughs> yeah, all the French guys. you got to do the accent. Yeah. But, then,
2: but when you're back as Pat Rice, you'd say, "Well, just don't watch Revista de la Liga. It's rubbish now." Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Do you really think that's going to win you the points, Jimbo? I don't know.
3: We haven't had mine yet.
2: We haven't had yours yet. Go on.
3: If I was I, if I was Pat Rice, I would probably suggest a job swap, because Pat Rice <laughs> was caretaker manager last and Not... won all three games in charge. Yeah. So hundred <laughs> percent record. Y- Take him out the Most take,
1: successful manager in our history, in a way.
3: Take Wenger out the firing line. Get him in the shorts and the socks. Mm-hmm. Get him in the Pat Rice shorts and the socks. Right, and get um and get uh, Pat Rice up there, uh, <laughs> and and he can take the job off him.
1: I yeah. imagine if they just started pretending to be each other, <laughs> like, just like just didn't acknowledge it that there like anything tough. was strange.
2: Hmm. Uh, oh, okay, another candidate for the points there, ladies and gentlemen. I would go for if I was Pat Rice, I would find that. Now famous Arsenal fan, the one with the celebration. Yeah. You know, with the. Oh, old, yeah, yeah. Apparently he were, still does it in his local pub. He does, yeah. My called. brother saw it once. That's um, <laughs> his party piece. want I you would, explain to the listeners who he is? Yeah, he was a guy. Was it away at Old Trafford? It was when Arsenal won the league. Uh, no, they, I don't think they won the league. That was the Overmars goal when right. it was yeah they did win the league sorry but it wasn't the will toward goal when they won right, the league at right. Old Trafford it was, it was a, v- a very big step to winning the league that season mm. when o- Overmars scored the one one nil, and it, it cut to that fan with the curly dark hair yeah. and he's, cel- he's going absolutely crazy he's
1: basically how I imagine the main character from Fever Pitch right yeah. like I really yeah. picked yeah, yeah, that as being him yeah, yeah
2: exactly um, so I'd find him and I'd bring him round take him round to Vangers and I think that would comfort Wenger remember well, the... Get him to do the
3: celebration Every time Wenger did something Successfully around the home yeah?
1: <laughs>
2: Well That as well Successfully got through a
1: door No I wouldn't <laughs> do that A bit like <laughs> a guy. No I wouldn't do that yeah. I'd, I'd have him
2: a chat And go remember this guy Remember the memories Oh yeah 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 Because sometimes it's good to remember That you, you know He has done it Wenger He has won league titles Yeah He's, he's, he's been at the top And I'd say you know the, This guy was loving it weren't you you have a little chat And then go right But do you remember this And he'd give it the celebration And go right now, let's
3: get
1: that again. That would stir his loins, wouldn't it? Exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah. And it's won me the points. <laughs>
1: <laughs> corrupt. When he gives That's the corrupt. best answer of the three. Yeah, it's you, a good answer. It's your you. own answer. Uh, still, you, you it's in the
3: pot. You can't just come back here and give him. Well,
2: like, I can, and I'm doing wait, it right now. He's come from Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's come from Japan. He's been here five minutes.
3: Imagine <laughs> you've only been here four minutes, 39 seconds. Not even five minutes.
2: Yeah. So, uh, the points are mine, Jim. But there will be other weeks to get yeah, points. I was looking for the hall. Um, uh, you, you were close. You did get a, a very honourable hat trick. But there will be other weeks uh, for points, just mm. like Arsenal. Indeed. And that leads us neatly on to uh, to North London, uh, where both teams got a hammer. We'll start with Arsenal, surely. Manchester United, eight. Um, Arsenal, two. Hat trick for Rooney. Troyori's already been offloaded to (laughs) Cupid. Yeah, Yeah, I actually drove him there.
3: Um. He turned up on training on Monday, and and as soon as he walked in, Wenger was just waiting there, arms folded, and he went to speak, and Wenger just went, Your cab's there, and your stuff's in the boot. (laughs)
1: Okay, you yeah. go to Loftus Road.
3: I think he just went. Okay,
1: yeah. <laughs> you just sort of pushed in towards Colin Wanker,
2: perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Did he just go still in the prem? woohoo Yeah.
3: <laughs> like when you've been naughty all day and your dad comes home from work and your mum just goes sort him out. Yeah. When Warnock turned up at, at the Emirates, he just went sort
1: sort him out. Yeah. yeah. I, I, the, it, the game, it was like watching Irreversible. <laughs> yeah. it <was> just horrible, <laughs> utterly horrible.
3: I, I wanted to say that Manchester United impregnated Arsenal with their bastard child. <laughs> That's what it felt like <laughs> to me.
1: Yeah, no, it was um, it, it was just such a relentless pounding. They, they, they as, as bad as
2: Arsenal were, you know it looks frighteningly good, really. They yeah. beat, They've added so much quality. Beat them up with goals. They did. The, the they footballed is, them to death. But <laughs> some of those goals, though, I mean, maybe Young's first one in particular, and a couple of set pieces... They're just good goals, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. You wouldn't really complain, but it there's, was interesting. Free kicks in particular. Yeah, it was
1: if interesting.
3: you to give those free, if you're going to give those free kicks around uh, the uh, box.
2: Granted, yeah, exactly. yeah. And I mean, like Young's second one, he's given a lot of time in the box. Yeah. yeah I mean, Parks was the worst for me. Yeah. It, it was just
1: yeah. there was no one there. Like, <laughs> it was in, it, it. Arsenal did an impression of playing football. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not a it, very good one. No.
2: Um, the, the funny thing was though that you know one nil Arsenal do get the penalty. Even at 3-1, Arshavin misses a chance. Arsenal had a couple of chances. Exactly, yeah. I mean, Arshavin's just... Yeah. just try. Just bloody yeah.
1: try. And it, pass. He's yeah. an absolute shadow. F- f- d- the
3: only thing he's got left is his array of different funny-looking expressions. Yeah. Which are anyway That's the only thing anywhere near Do you think, Is that enough? So no. I don't think it is enough. Not no. for the money he's on. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Well, the, the, it's interesting that you bring up the money, because I've heard from from uh, sort of various bits and pieces around on tinternet that claims to have sort of sources within, Ar- within Arsenal that um uh, that it's the board they're, they're happy to sort of sanction a, a big money signing but it's the wages that they don't want to pay they don't want to yeah. sort of break the wage structure and I've that's why you he can't that. get anyone in so it's, I've also heard that I mean yeah. Wenger you know he's not going to come out and publicly criticise the board so it could yeah. be the case that he's taken loads of f- flack when his hands are sort of kind of tied really but I mean of course he's got to take some share of, of the blame it's, the club have been so badly mismanaged over the summer you wonder if Kroenke's got anything to do with that Well, uh, Cronk
3: has sort of not kept his silence he doesn't really give any interview at all I don't think does he no. but the, the big issue for me with the Arsenal uh, game at Old Trafford was that I think they were 4-1 down after 65 minutes Yeah. So and then to lose 8-2 based on that you've got 25 minutes left there was a man down at one point but I think was it was it like 7-2 at that point anyway mm, I don't know yeah it's, for me, you you got to look at. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I stuck up for Wenger, you know, quite last sort feverishly of yeah. last week, and and I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to jump on his back based on a sort of reactionary knee jerk yeah, sort no. of thing. But you have got to look at the the way they applied themselves, and, and there's got to be some pride there for the yeah. for the players, you
1: know. Well, the problem is obviously they had eight first team players missing. Anyone's yeah. going to struggle in that sort of game, but not to that degree. You it just shows there. you how weak the squad but is. But
2: no team in the Premier League, even if it was a Norwich or Wigan or QPR second string, whatever. You wouldn't predict them losing eight goals at no. Old Trafford because they didn't, do
3: the, they didn't even do the basic things right. They didn't press. they didn't defend as a unit. Yeah. They didn't show any pride Poor in their performance. Cole Jenkinson it. Didn't well. give each other
1: options as well. It was, it was yeah. maddening to watch. Yeah,
3: absolutely right. I, I think I, the other thing was that you know Arsenal have now said, oh, we will refund the players, the fans, money and stuff." I just think that leaves a bit of taste in the mouth for me because that sh- smacks of a real sense of entitlement. It's part of football. Mm. You know? The players should be offering the money back if anything, not the club. Yeah. yeah. If the players want it, it's up to them. But the club shouldn't do
2: it. It was interesting that even Fer- Ferguson, after the game, was a bit.
3: And he seemed he was quite magnanimous, and he seemed a bit embarrassed.
2: To be yeah, honest. which is understandable, isn't it? You know. It, indeed. But
3: it is. the good thing is, at least they've got an international break now. Mm. They, they've got a chance to get a few more bodies in. Yeah, I mean, um,
1: the weird thing is, is. Whether it's the board or Wenger that needs the wake-up, it looks like that's happening. You know, there's this talk of Murata coming in. He, he might even be an Arsenal player by the time the show comes out. And this, mm. you know, it's Andres and Santos the, from yeah, Fenerbahce. It's right? not sort of the, they've signed Park as well. It's not like sort of the massive signings people are signing out for. Nortzak Mertesaka is yeah, a decent yeah, signing. Nortzak is a, a you know. He had an indifferent season player. last season. They like yeah, started but well this season with um, So you know, it, it may well be the kick up the Arsenal that yeah. they need.
2: Indeed, indeed it could be. Um, Spurs got hammered as well, though their hammering was perhaps overshadowed, quite fortunately yeah. for them. Quite fortunately for Redknapp Yeah. Dzeko with a haul. Yeah, great. And a though. perfect hat trick in there. Oh,
1: they looked magnificent, didn't they, City? Aguero had no right to score that goal. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> absolutely. But well, you had to get permission. Burglary of a goal. It was a great. <laughs> go- Think
3: about, I was talking on, on Twitter about the Dzeko's um, perfect hat trick, and a couple of tweets from so Holland they- and from Germany. It's in,
2: not the perfect hat trick because it wasn't in one half. Or well, something. they say a
3: perfect hat trick where they come from is um, you've got to score in one half and they've yeah. got to be uninterrupted.
2: <laughs> what is in?
3: No, not with left, right, head. Just a, just a hat trick. It's got to be uninterrupted by one, any two, other three. goal in the same oh, okay. in the same half. Yeah, well, we don't live in Germany, do we? No, that's true. But I'd like to put it out there, you know.
2: His fourth goal's an absolute beauty, though. I mean, Dzeko, it's yeah. nice to see him answering a few of his critics. He had a bit of a funny season last season, but he's a yeah. quality player. Well, he well, came like, in it, January, didn't he? Yeah, yeah,
1: apparently it took him a while to settle at Wolfsburg as well. He wasn't particularly good in his first season there, I heard, or sort of his early mm. days there. And, um, you know, Torres being such a sort of disappointment really overshadowed Jacko, it sort of bought him a little bit of time, and it, it, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. maybe
2: this season will be the season where we we see the best of us They've got a devastating forward line there. Well wow, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, uh, with regards to Spurs, Harry Redknapp said that Modric asked to be left out of mm. of that game.
3: We sort of trying to use Modric as a scapegoat for all his own failings recently. You I know,
2: think. a friend of mine is Spurs season to go older, and he said that there was kind of a few rumours going around White Hart Lane that perhaps. Redknapp had fielded a softer team or a softer midfield certainly, and they d- they said that Spurs just didn't look quite right. And I, I think it
3: sounds a bit conspiracy theorist, yeah, but I think yeah. he's doing it on purpose to prove, in quotes, to Lever that he needs more players. The best players at Spurs, sort of consistently, have been players that Redknapp hasn't signed. So Lennon, Dawson, Asisat uh, Bale, and, and, and all the players that apparently need replacing are players that he signed.
2: Yeah. Mm. No, so well, I don't
3: understand why we can have a problem.
2: Well, it's typical Redknapp, isn't it? Yeah. But- um, apparently they're trying to sign Gary Cahill uh, Spurs now Get off <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> We really need him Well if you
3: get sacker, Arsenal aren't going to get Cahill yeah, as well are They, very, yeah. I they would, should I wouldn't
1: think so Yeah they, they definitely should
2: Spurs um, also sure. close to signing Scott Parker hmm. Which is
3: Yeah that, that might be done by the time this come out, comes out as well yeah. On the Dzeko thing though he's a great. Yeah. The most encouraging thing about his performance for me is he scores some real strikers goals well. Yeah the get header the especially end yeah. yeah get on the end of them if, if he can He'll get a lot of chances like that and if he can put them away every time, they'll be they'll be on their way. Nazri
2: would would straight away two assists. I know. Yeah. So it's <laughs> heartbreaking. <laughs> there <laughs> you go. Don't you think Jacko looks a bit like Roland Rat? Yeah,
3: yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I can see yeah. a bit of that.
2: Yeah, yeah. a pointless point, but uh, that's what we're all about. Someone, um, someone
3: made a great uh, point <laughs> about how um, Jacko got man of the match, and Sky asked him, uh, interviewed him, and got Nazri to present him with the champagne for man of the match. Both Muslim. So. Oh it's <laughs> yeah. Unnecessary yeah. It's a bit yeah. outdated Giving professional sportsmen Alcohol for, for a man of the match It really is it? isn't it Didn't yeah.
2: Gascoigne once Gazza got man of the match once But they gave him Like a CD player or something You'd okay. imagine That he'd probably got one But then it is Gascoigne Depends, Depends what year it was He probably had a cassette player If it was
3: late like yeah. 80s He'd be like Oh futuristic
2: <laughs> Get Lindisfarne on that yeah. <laughs> um, Now uh, Manchester City Could be signing Owen Hargreaves yeah, that's yeah. a funny one, isn't it? There's been a, quite a lot Is written. Is that a sarcastic signing? <laughs> I, I, are they that rich? <laughs> I, it won't be on a free, but I know what you mean. Um, uh, Hargreaves, there's been a lot written about him recently. He offered to play for free yeah, at Manchester United, that. and they said, look, come on, you, that, that's silly, well, that's you can get money.
3: he'd be taking up a um, place in their squad, won't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: and I think, I think they also thought, well, come on, if you're going to get back to it, you don't want to be playing for free. Um, and so there was talk of him joining West Brom he's certainly training very hard he's 30 now I think though, in Hargreaves yeah. but as you know I love the man get him in the squad
1: yeah I'm really just, just endlessly gutted for him
2: yeah.
3: just, I think he's played 10 minutes since August 2008 God. so it's not an awful lot of first team football that is I think yeah. he's made a couple of reserve team appearances as well for United
2: but there's, there's big talk about him coming back and that he's going to be the player he was and people have even mentioned possibly England which oh, he yeah, is but this f- is all like mad conjecture isn't can it can you imagine if he gets back well, he's is, a player that England really needs. I think
0: Manchester
3: City can do with Hargreaves what they've done with players more recently. Um, Vieira springs to mind. Where yeah, they can. They're a player. They're a, they're a team with a big enough squad, but they can just if he, if he comes off, great. You know, it's good experience in the Champions League. It's good to have him around. If we can play him, even better. If not, we'll just have him around. Yeah. On pairs, you play. No one loses, do they? Yeah. You know, so it's a, it's, a, it's a decent move for them. But yeah. I can imagine, I can feel a little bit um, of sympathy for Manchester United fans who maybe feel aggrieved, given that they stuck. United stuck by yeah. Harwich all these years yeah. but then after all they did release him so. well they
2: did release him and he did offer to play for them for free because so my initial I don't thoughts I do anyone
1: were, would begrudge him and move to a decent sized club
3: no but my initial thoughts were it's a bit of a kick in the teeth for, for United for him to go to City Yeah, but I mean I suppose if they released him anyway I know he's so
2: I'd have liked him going to West Brom he'd have got some well if he can get back he'd have got some game time there yeah. under, under Roy Mm.
3: no absolutely I think he's been has he not been um, some of his recovery has been based down there as well I think I think he spent a bit of time in their sports site he'll almost
2: certainly
1: rock up at Arsenal
2: (laughs) <laughs> there you yeah. go um, uh, uh, Santa Cruz has joined Real Betis for a season's Yeah. happy all round I think well yeah. he's not going to get into the team is he no no like. yeah. shame to see his beautiful face leave these shores though mm. uh, speaking of beautiful people Charlie Adams scored uh, his first for Liverpool as a Jordan Henderson lovely goals a pair yeah, of them yeah they were They're looking great form. Adams
1: before. was really really classy finish yeah he, 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 he's just playing the Gerrard role isn't he just to sort of
2: well that's interesting they, they look like they don't need him to come back there yeah, no, I say something obvious, obvious. I, I don't think they do at all I, don't no. think
3: they, I didn't miss him towards the end of the season
2: Would he disrupt that aside? Probably. Well, he'd probably yeah. just replace Adam Or maybe stick him right back He's Pretty <laughs> yeah. handy there He probably would be good there He is good there Yeah but what,
3: what, um, don't forget they've got other midfielders as well He we aren't even playing like Rodriguez and Moreles and yeah. all those guys I, mean, I think Chelsea put, apparently put yeah. a bid yeah. in for Mareles this week Yeah um, i heard that They
2: did it was rejected uh, Joe Cole looking like he may go to Lille for a season long I from interesting stuff Englishman abroad. Yeah. He's got Champions League
3: experience. Yeah. Lille are losing players, aren't they? Yeah, it's that's not as you. The other thing Marcus pointed out, which is a decent point, is that Lille's right. only 90 minutes from London, so it's not that far away from him anyway. Yeah, it's not too bad, is it?
2: No. Uh, Chelsea three, Norwich one. Chelsea um, showing that Stafford Bridge is a real fortress this season. Yeah. I thought they were a bit lucky. <laughs> well, they were yeah. that's yeah, the, they look
3: so dodgy at the back. They do.
2: Terry in particular. I mean, West Brom nearly beat them drunk.
3: Yeah, yeah, he does. That bit he did where um, he he sort of ran back towards Hilario, and then the ball sort of spilled out. He just he just fell on
1: the ball, yeah, like it was a hand grenade. And he was trying <laughs> to show he's a big man, like to to save, save his troops. But, <laughs> but surely obstruction?
3: Yeah, no, it looked like it, but it was a foul anyway, wasn't yeah. it? But you, um, and you see, Big Grant Holt get on the score yeah. sheet. Good lad. Oh, Good excellent! Yeah, it
1: it's, classic. It does, it- it English puts, yeah. like 70s forward yeah. it
2: puts your face back in the Premier League when you see a man like that scoring in it Yeah, yeah. It's good goal I well, really quick thinking
1: Drogba's uh, Jogba, dive as well yeah, yeah exactly well just get up, Drogba come on <laughs> <I'm
0: riding laughs> <off> of this, <laughs> he
3: was actually knocked out in it, midair. air yeah, it was quite shocking God, yeah, it, was, yeah, it, was it was horrible,
2: horrible. Uh, Mata obviously scored his first um, uh, Romelu Lukaku um, has, uh, Chelsea now Stoke were trying to get him on loan but they they can't do that in the rules if you sign a player in the same window and then you can't just loan him straight out I don't think you
3: can do that in Italy this is in Italy I keep telling away. you I <laughs> keep true. telling you
2: but he, um, he's come out and said that uh, now that I've fulfilled a dream by joining Chelsea my final one is to have my brother join me one day
3: don't push it that how old is his brother? brother
1: I
2: don't know he's, he's 18 isn't he do you like, want your sister in the team
1: yeah
3: <laughs> His uh, brother's probably about twelve. Now I, I don't know how old his brother is, but it seems a bit uh, a bit of a bit of luck push in there. if you asked me?
1: Yeah. Andre's Vash Um Sorry, Vash Boash. Yeah. Has a, he has a lady on the bench, doesn't he? It's yeah. the physio, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's It's right? just, nice to see.
3: Mm. Yeah. Well done, Andre. Wouldn't napping in Andy Gray's day, would it? No. Uh, well, imagine them talking about what does she know yeah, about physio yeah, treatment? Yeah. Hey, she should you give me some physio yeah. treatment? Oh, what is it? A groin strain? You're massaging? <laughs> That's what I'd <they'd>
2: be like. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's Is what right. I've got to say there. Uh, Blackburn, zero. Everton, one. Two missed pens for Rovers. Mm, both dives as well. Yeah. yeah. It's a really, really oh, play Oh, my goodness. There's, well, a, a wise man once said it you know, our penalties. Getting harder to score. Well, if you've got a
3: keeper wearing camouflage goalkeeping kit, exactly, it yeah.
2: confuses he the striker Yeah, he thought that's easy. I'll he couldn't see himself, it. Jim. You know where he was. <laughs> Tiho. Yeah.
1: you was a good, good save, though. He's gloves on a head. You
3: can't, you can't take his um, goalkeeper jersey for at half time in the change room. You won't be able to find it again.
2: <laughs> oh, hey. Dear oh dear. Right, let's go down to the championship, shall we? Damn it all. Uh, Brighton going magnificently in first place, beating Peter 2 Would you like to see Brighton straight up?
3: Oh, back to back with g- Big Gus Poirier wouldn't it?
2: wouldn't it just the Imagine thing is it. I don't
3: really have any feelings either way about Brighton they're not really rivals to Portsmouth because it's Southampton but if they carry on like this I'm going to start hating them I
1: saw a headline while I was away which was on the Sky Sports News um, football app um, which just said Poirier hails seagulls <laughs> <laughs> Sounds terrifying. Imagine Man, doing like that. massing an army.
3: In the middle of the night on this roof with his top on. Like shooting stars Just like they down from above. Covered in their feathers. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Screaming. A mixture between that and the, at the end of Predator where Sh- Schwarzenegger's <laughs> is covered in mud. <laughs> he's, called, he's covered in seagull guano, cooling them down.
2: Soon, <laughs> uh, It's an image that will stay with us forever, no doubt. Um, forest 1, West Ham 4. Hmm. Steve or McLaren. Well, no, they? well, Pete's already jinxed him
3: Yeah, he said at the beginning that he wanted them to do well.
2: Yeah, so that won't happen. Um, West Ham. Rob Green's pulled out of the England squad, but uh, Derby keeper Frank Fielding uh, has been called up. Frank Fielding, great name. He didn't even mm.
3: play that well at the weekend, though. Frank Fielding.
2: It's a great name. It is a great yes. name. He was
3: at fault for, for I think, for a Burnley goal at the weekend. One of the best things about the championship this weekend. Cardi
2: equalising for Portsmouth. Oh, the,
3: now you're talking. The <laughs> slowest diving <laughs> header of all time. It's like a tree <laughs> falling. Oh,
1: he they timed it perfectly. He got them a point, a handy point at home to Cardiff. He it's, it's interesting that you say that. Maybe time is just slower for Kanu. Yeah, that would be. explain a lot.
3: Yeah, c- yeah, it would actually. Yeah, that's a brilliant point, Jimbo. Mm. One of the highlights of um, the weekend for me in the championship was Leicester versus Southampton, and Adam Lallana got the ball down the left hand side mm. and turned John Pantsil uh, to such an extent he fell over like he did a lap of honour in his own brain. <laughs> he was <had to> going <laughs> one way than the other, and he twisted, twisted, <laughs> and just
2: fell on the floor. Pantsil can do what he wants. Yeah, he can. Now then, straight to Scotland, the big derby, the big Edinburgh derby was won. I'm going back immediately by what? the magnificent Gorgie boys, James. Actually, yeah, that
1: game was happening at the same time as the uh, as yeah. the Man United Arsenal game, so I was watching them simultaneously. So there was just a lot of anger in the air, That's sort of because of the derby, just butch Scottish men just bumping into <laughs>
3: each other. Why do I get the feeling the last 20 minutes have just been building up towards you talking about this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: just at the top of the last Title push.
2: The <laughs> Hearts beat the Hibs two nil, and the title push is right back on track. They they you know coughed and spluttered a bit in the first. Right, I'm of taking
1: that no, is you doing it again that is, that is you that
2: is you predicting Hearts to have a title push hmm. right there well I predicted them to win the Europa League and nobody mentioned anything last week <laughs>
3: <laughs> I said they would win a league I didn't say which league they got whooped 5 nothing. <laughs>
2: to be fair um, Oi clean sheet at White Hart Lane Man City couldn't do it now um, uh, the Champions League draw mm. now how about this eh Man City in Group A Bayern Munich Villarreal and Napoli that is going to be a fun group to watch tasty James tasty I'm
3: sure I saw a newspaper say they've had like an easy draw it's a really hard group is that the sun difficult
1: yeah Yeah.
3: I think one of the biggest things about Manchester City in the Champions League will be how how Mancini does because he's obviously was pretty much pushed out the door for not being able to perform in Europe he's obviously got great songs at his disposal Mm. but Mourinho went on and won the Champions League with a squad sort of based on Mancini's squad And he couldn't do I mean I know know Mourinho added like Eto and Schneider and Melito as good players, you know. And then won it. Yeah, but Mancini's not really done it in Europe, has he, as a manager? So it'd be interesting to see how he gets on. Yeah, yeah very, very,
2: true. very true. What about Arsenal's group, Jim? Are you happy with that? Borussia um, Dortmund, Marseille, and tricky. tough I think, think, that's, quite a tough group I think that's tough. Yeah, I think Dortmund,
1: in, in particular, Marseille and Marseille, no slouch as well. They're a very pragmatic team as well. They're going to be tough to break down. Yeah. Um, which Arsenal, you know, in recent seasons have struggled with, and we're, you know, far more weakened side now. Unless some sort of miracle signings happen. I don't so, think yeah.
3: Arsenal. I don't think. I don't think Arsenal are going to. I don't think they're going to go through. Unless I they, do. I unless they strengthen
1: severely. Mm. Yeah, I mean. It's, it's tough to say.
3: Who's going to go through in Group H out of Milan-Barcelona? <laughs> Barté Borisov or FC Victoria-Pleutson?
2: Vicky's going in. <laughs> yeah. That's It's such a shame because it's the tie of the round for me, Milan versus Barcelona. But yeah. it means a bit less because you know those teams are going through but Zlatan off against Barcelona. Yeah. Oh, hopefully he can play. You know he'll get injured before the, the Camp Nou game. Oh, he won't we. fancy it. No really. No. No. He'll want to do them at the San Siro, but I don't reckon he'll play the, at the Camp Nou.
3: And he'll really hammer up at the San Siro as well. Yeah,
2: totally.
1: Yeah. Interesting and he'll score.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Interesting that Leon and Real Madrid have drawn each other again. Again? That's crazy. Yeah. They it? love each other, though. And Madrid and uh, Ajax as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, right then, let's move on to the even bigger one, the Europa League draw. Shamrock Rovers! What a brilliant story. Dreams great, isn't it? come true ladies and gentlemen, um, defeating Partizan Belgrade. What a strike. Yeah, I know. What a strike. That that's goal of the season. Dream star. Right there. Dream strike. Volley star. from about, what, 30, 35 yards?
3: I'd say, yeah. Probably, yeah, nearer 35, I'd say, yeah. Into the corner. Yeah.
2: Beautiful. Against um, Partizan, who aren't a bad team. Yeah, right? Away. I know. Incredible scene. Um, so, uh, it's the first time an Irish team have got into the um, first round proper. Yeah, of, yeah. Of They've the got Spurs, haven't they, as well? They're in with Spurs, Rubin Kazan and Salonika.
3: I think Stoke have got a really hard drive. Well, they're
2: away to Tel Aviv. Well, th- sorry. They're, they're going to have to go to Tel Aviv, Kiev and Besiktas. It's all long, Difficult. Uh,
1: difficult. Yeah. Difficult, really yeah. Well.
2: EasyJet will do well out of them. Yeah. Uh, and Birmingham in with Braga, Bruges, and, and Maribor. It's funny to think Birmingham, you know, Championship okay. side, but they're right in there. Maribor knocked um, out Rangers, of course. They did indeed. Mm. Um, they did indeed. So, yeah, uh, Europa League. We'll look forward to seeing how that unfolds. Now, uh, La Liga is underway. And would you believe it? Barcelona a second. Only a on goal <laughs> difference to Real Madrid. Barcelona won 5 0, but of course Real Madrid won 6 0. Fabregas and Sanchez amongst the scorers uh, for Barcelona. Yeah. That's terrifying, yeah. isn't it? That they're immediately <laughs> just sort of Real it up. are in And Villarreal are in City's group in the Champions and League.
3: Barcelona only played with one recognised defender as well. They yeah. played three at the back Abadal, uh, Busquets, and Mascherano. My and Villarreal were absolutely a point. I would stick my neck out and say, I know it was against Barcelona, and I know it's at the new camp. But that was the worst I've ever seen Villarreal play. They were terrible. Their tactics were awful. They didn't get anywhere near any of the players. They were all over the place.
2: Mm. It doesn't bode well, does it?
3: And I'll tell you what, Diego Lopez actually made some good saves as well. It could have been a lot worse for them. Flipping. In, or... in a similar way that Freedom made a lot of good saves for Spurs against City, it could have been a lot worse for them.
1: Barcelona were absolutely rampant. Do you think <laughs> do you think Barca could become the first team to sort of retain the
2: Champions League in its format? Well, that is an interesting point, isn't it? I was thinking about that. I... I kind of, you know, we love Barcelona the way they play, but I kind of hope not. I quite like, like it how nobody's. Then. I quite like yeah. it how nobody's ever defended it. But I who think would you fancy if there's any
1: team that's going to do it though? It would be this one. you oh, th- yeah. think? I mean, if if Sanchez and Fabregas continue to sort of. Uh,
2: I don't know though. I think if they drew, I think if they drew Madrid. Who do you, who do you fancy?
3: It? So you're, you're saying Madrid?
1: could I
2: do think it. Madrid or Manchester United. Yeah, think Manchester
3: United. Yeah, I think Manchester United definitely improved, but then so have yeah, Barcelona, yeah. haven't
1: they? Exactly. Yeah, that's the. Yeah
2: It's a tough one We'll have to wait and see Mm. Can we not? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Staying in Spain briefly uh, Diego Forlan He's moved to Inter Mm. That's a great move for him
3: What a replacement for Etta That is Who scored his first goal For Anshu by the way He did But that's a great sign For for Inter I think he'll do well there as well Mm. He's 32 Mm. Going to
2: Inter So good luck to The beauty. The blonde beauty. Uh, Right. Uh, So, but Serie A is still on strike, though. The season will start on the weekend of of the 10th of September, which one would think is the big issue in Italy at the moment. But Renzo Olivieri, the head of the uh, Italian Coaches Association, got there in the end, uh, is angry that the player's strike has taken away the focus from what he described as a real problem going on in Italy. This is where the Amateur League has proposed that the, the teams in its top two leagues, the top two amateur leagues, shouldn't have to be trained by Persons with a coaching license. So Uli uh, has chained himself to the Italian Football Federation's headquarters in protest. Presumably, it's still there. I don't know.
0: Imagine
3: that's crazy. What? What? A, what a predictably passionate response.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, I bet yeah, but, there's some gesticulating going on even now. Yeah. But it's
2: but it's not good though. I know it's is only amateurly, but still. You've got to have a coaching badge, surely.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think
3: that's... Yeah, I, 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 it's I'll a worthy protest.
2: <laughs> yeah. I like that. Ch- I, who would chain themselves to the FA headquarters? I was
3: thinking about, imagine like, Trevor Brookin doing that or something. Trevor would yeah, Brookin I mean,
2: no, no. No. wouldn't do that. Keegan? No.
3: Keegan would. Keegan, Keegan would, would
2: wake up chained to it. With his top off. Yeah.
1: yeah. With no recollection of what had gone on before him. And it would just be a really just a really unfortunate series of events <laughs> that would have led him to get in there it would have just been a string of accidents <laughs> and he'd have grazes on him yeah
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh <laughs> poor old Keggy
2: I'm only standing in for Gordon Stracken yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've been punched twice <laughs> <laughs> oh Kev there has been some uh, signings to speak of though uh, Alberto Aquilani has joined Milan on a season long loan from Liverpool I'm
3: disappointed with that I think he's yeah. a good player I'd I like really to see him really stick like it Aquilani.
2: out I don't think he would fit into the current Liverpool side though give him a chance well no he's gone on loan alright um, pe- one might say a better team he, he looks, looks like a-, a little Disney character he does. By like one of the seven dwarf. Yeah, he does
3: a bit. Yeah. And, and, and isn't Flamini injured?
2: Well, I think mm. Flamini's you've got a long term one. He's out for maybe five months with a knee Ooh. injury. So it's a good move for Milan getting him yeah. in to, <laughs> to recover.
1: Bit, he's a bit more attack minded, isn't he, Aquilani, but still.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: another, uh, um, another signing out yeah.
3: of Italy is that um, Newcastle, I think, was signed David Santon. Oh, have they? Um, from Inter. Yeah, he was sort of highly. He, he was, I was speaking to James Horncastle about this. Um, oh, yeah. Italian football. Expert compared to me, anyway, and uh, and he was saying that Santon was (laughs) Santon was touted as yeah Santon was touted as like Inter's Maldini for a bit, but he apparently had a bit of a shocker in a game, and and the the, the reports from the newspapers and the journalists around at the time said that Mourinho completely ruined him. Oh, shattered really? his confidence. Mm. He was never the same player again. And then he got a really bad knee injury. Oh, what a shame. Um, so, but hopefully, he can find some form again for Newcastle. Because on his day, I've seen him play. And he's got a few caps, for Italy as well. And I've seen him play on his day. He's decent. So, it could be a good signing for Newcastle, that.
2: Hmm. We'll, we'll, uh, they, they've got
3: to make it Of a good exciting side If they can get players Like um, Ben Arthur fit As well mm. I think they'll have A good young bunch Of players mm.
2: there They'll mess it up though <laughs> um, uh, Goran Pandev Has joined Napoli From Inter On a on a season's long loan Do you think you could Take him in a fight? Def- I don't think all of us could <laughs> And our no. mates I'd be frozen with fear To help He is hard Jimbo mm. His name sounds hard. Yeah. Goran Pandev. It He just sounds like a UFC fighter. If it sounds yeah. like you could use it as a verb, he got pandeved. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I
3: mean? Like him um, you saying that um, Hesky being like a derogatory sort of slang term. Yeah. Like those trainers are well Heskey mm. You got pandeved right in the face then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile down south at Bari, defender Salvatore Mazziello has been transfer listed. Um, this is because he threw a plate of food at one of his teammates. It's
3: a Casano. He's done a Casano.
2: Yeah. Well, no, but the plate, it, it missed the original target. Oh, right. It hit another teammate who needed nearly 50 stitches. i has have been panned to that. <laughs> oh, God, man. 50. Goodness he's gracious. That is... Oh, blood. Blood just, has been oof. drawn. On your head. That's is horrible, isn't it? Um, blood and food all over your head. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Mazziel, In your head. Mazziel, he's not. he's not doing too well. Um when he commented on this he just said I'm experiencing difficult days
1: <laughs> not as much as a bloke who's got a page <laughs> yeah, yeah, of food <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: like, if it was salt and vinegar on it as well that'd be uh, awful it'd really sting ooh, dear, oh dear. I'm experiencing difficult days most of an English <laughs> people <are> saying that look <laughs> like, at Joey Barton saying
1: that <laughs> It's not much of an apology, is it?
3: Joe no, Joey Barton would say, one is experiencing difficult days. <laughs>
2: Barton quotes like the Dalai Lama oh, and Nick, all these yeah. people. It's, it's, it's almost like
3: he's doing it at random.
2: Isn't <laughs> it just? Uh, right, to Germany for something a little bit more sensible. Mad Jens has been trying to sue Verde bremen with Tim Weiss after he said uh, Jens should be on The Muppet Show. Yeah. Um, uh, Jens tried to claim €20,000 in damages, uh, but the judge dismissed it. Um, doesn't need the money it's not that much money really. it. it's, yeah. clearly it's a point of principle which yeah. is ludicrous well, I I love love
1: even though he's retired he still pops up oh, yeah. all the time but this was
2: this. Um, I think Weiss uh, made the uh, the jibe when he was commentating on TV for the Champions League game in mm. September 2010
3: so Lehman would have been a Stuttgart then
2: yeah he, uh, yeah that's right yeah mm. um, the werner manager Klaus Alofs just simply said I cannot comprehend how this reached court <laughs> <laughs> It's probably the end of his own court. Yeah, so he's got it <laughs> yeah. around his house. He's got it all built up. He borrowed a FIFA court Using off the of, f- of oh, set. Yeah, this must have been FIFA court stuff.
3: Using the Muppets for the
0: jury.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what Statler and Waldorf? Yeah. <laughs> Um, also, elsewhere in Germany, Karl Heinz Rubeniger. Careful how you say that. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> current CEO at Bayern Munich, Karl Heinz Rubeniger, legendary player. Mm. Strikes fear just to say the name. Yeah, yeah. They,
3: um, we, They've got some. They do some great line like, fear striking players. When, yeah. when we was watching the Champions League draw, oh yeah, they brought out Paul Breitner uh, He could level you with a glance. Yeah, him. he's so tough.
1: Yeah, yep. and it's Gerd Muller. His legs. Unbelievable. Müller, yeah. um, Beckenbauer. Even, even his yeah. name. It's like, to Muller. Yeah. I yeah. hope that's where the slang comes from. <laughs> <It's> oh, <laughs> he's Mullered that. His nickname was the Bomber.
2: <sighs> you know. But you like Franz Beckenbauer. Yeah. yeah.
3: Can you imagine him just snapping at you? Lothar Mateus came out as well. I got him out. I, t- I said on Mateus Twitter.
2: Mateus is less scary, but you still wouldn't mess.
3: But I, said t- I said on Twitter at the time about Lothar Mateus, I would trade 10 players of anyone's choice from the England squad for one 21-year-old Lothar Mateus. Big time.
2: <laughs> but 11 yeah. The first eleven, yeah, the
3: whole team. I, I tell you what, our England team against Lotham Attach in his prime, nineteen ninety. When I think he won European Player of the Year or something, we'd nick a draw on his own. We'd get, we'd be happy with a draw, one all. Get out of there with the way goal, <laughs>
2: one all, and England miss penn
3: Can you imagine? Like, and, and the Paul Brightler thing? Can you imagine Paul Brightler saying, "Oh, sorry, I had a rubbish tournament. I was a bit tired after the season. <laughs> Wouldn't happen. No. Yes, I've scored goals in two World Cup finals. <laughs> Who's asking? You know." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: And league is one of them, is what yeah. I'm saying.
2: Yeah, exactly. He fits in there. Well, and that, that kind of sets the scene quite nicely because the former West German international Rummenigge played in two finals I think, 82 and 86 definitely played in 86 might have even scored in 86 um, he said that Set Blatter this is big talk yeah. I mean, this, is, this is this is what we want this is not Gary Cook saying this this is not Gary yeah. Cook or Gary Neville saying this this is big stuff he said Set Blatter needs to take responsibility for all the nonsense going on at FIFA or risk a revolution it would be a
3: really efficient revolution as it well. would. Be straight in there they yeah. planned it perfectly Wait,
2: the, it? The, the, now he's name dropping here he says the FIFA praise president needs to take responsibility for what's happening in his shop. I like that. Mm. Uh, Hosni- it's not a shop,
3: it's a FIFA house. <laughs>
2: it's a FIFA shop. Uh, Hosni uh, Mubarak, the ousted Egyptian president, did not imagine a year ago that he would be chased out of office. It's huge talk. It's a veiled threat. So if you don't sort threat. it
1: out, I am going to find you.
2: you i tell you what, you. you know
3: what Sepp's going to say in response? Was that? Well, you've mentioned uh, the Egyptian president there. That is government interfering with football. You're banned.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, because if Sepp banned Germany from international football, yeah. the Ger- that, you know, De then bomber, never, all them bright they'd march up. In-
3: the English FA would be loving it.
2: <laughs> English FA would We've be... We've got a
3: chance of getting to a semi-final.
2: <laughs> 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 what would happen, though? The Germans would go in. They'd pile up to the FIFA house and the FA would be sort of creeping behind them going, yeah, 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 go on, Seb. Hit him, hit him. (laughs) Uh, And I'd be a part of it. (laughs) Right, uh, that's Germany done for this week. Turkey. Ooh, seldom do we go to Turkey, but uh, we need to because Fona have asked to be relegated from Turkey's top flight. Interesting tactic. it is a strange one, isn't it? Is that what Arsenal have done, but in a different (laughs) way? (laughs) Well, this is um, because they were pulled out of the Champions League by the Turkish Football Federation amid uh, match-fixing allegations. Now, they won the league last season, for Furnabaccio, but they were taken out of the Champions League and they were replaced by runners-up, Trabs on the sport, because UEFA have a zero-tolerance policy on match-fixing. Mm. You
3: shouldn't even need to say that. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, we've got a zero-tolerance policy on match-fixing. <laughs> it's match-fixing. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you have. You know.
2: How much? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they should have levels, shouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> they probably do. Um, yet, more than 30 players and officials have been put in jail pending trial um, from Furnabaccio which uh is is quite something so uh, now, but the thing is, under the league rules, if um, the Turkish Football Federation relegated Fenerbahce, the punishment would not happen until next season, and the club's appeal to be relegated is probably a temp on them just to try to draw a line under yeah. the fence. All right, yeah, we'll just be relegated. Shut up. Let's get on with it.
3: That's, that's a bit dodgy. Go on.
2: Yeah. So uh, um... that
3: sounds like the behaviour of a bunch
1: of match fixers <laughs>
2: That's what I'd <I'll> be thinking. <laughs> so the Turkish Federation they trying hasn't... to
1: fix their punishment. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah.
2: Well, Stop yeah. it. Yeah. But with regards to being taken out the Champions League. Fernabash are considering appealing the decision in amongst all this you uh, chose
3: it <laughs> no they're appealing to getting that, that Champions League
2: yeah, it's yeah. a bit
3: like when um, Pablo Escobar said oh you're right yeah I'll give myself up but I'm building my own prison
2: and I'm, yeah. and I'm in it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also elsewhere or uh, well, staying with Fernabash actually um, the club have sold Uruguayan captain Diego Lugano to Paris Saint-Germain yeah. I love Lugano yeah, he's cool. Captain Marvelous to me he's handsome he looks reliable he is reliable solid good hair what more do you want in a captain? He looks like... There's nothing more. He exactly. looks like, sort of
3: like the when he's not playing football games, he's just consistently uh, rescuing people from burning buildings. Damn right! Yeah, yeah. that's all he does. Yeah. yeah. From one building to the next.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we all off to the Middle East. Uh, Iraq. Uh, Zico has become the Iraqi national team manager. He'll be in charge for their 2014 World Cup qualifying campaign. He's only signed uh, a one-year contract, probably just to see how it goes and... Maybe how he fits in there Whatever He
3: loves he loves managing though. Yeah he does
2: things, yeah. yeah yeah So interesting to see What he can do there Elsewhere in the Middle East We go to Dubai Maradona's Al Wasl Won their first match 3-1 It was only friendly but it's begun. Yeah, he's there. He's all I'm saying. He's
3: finally turned up. Yeah. Three months on.
2: <laughs> they're loving it, apparently. They've signed, uh, I think, three Argentinians. Of course they're loving it. The three amigos, I think, they've been dubbed Pro- or something. Probably
3: three players that he inexplicably put in the World Cup score.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Maradona's off and running. So hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be able to report more from there when it happens mm. and look forward to some lols from, from, from Diego Corner. El Diego. I believe it's time for emails. Thank
0: you for, uh, for your email, lady.
2: Yes, it is. It is time for emails. The jingle's been sounded, and Luke's got the first one.
3: Uh, yeah, this is from Ollie Knox. He says, Good day, Ramblers. Good day. Um, I want to tell you the story of the day I met Mark Hughes by accident and took it upon myself to try and gain a professional contract under him.
1: Oh, good lagging.
0: the e- well, blagging. You,
3: you haven't heard it yet? <laughs> it was the Easter of 2010, and Mark Hughes had recently been let go by Manchester City. I was snowboarding in Banff, Canada. And who should appear at breakfast one morning? Mr. Hughes and his tasty, in quotes, wife. Ollie's (laughs) words, not mine if you're listening, Mark. And his two daughters, clearly on a skiing holiday. Tasty? Uh, He he doesn't say. (laughs) Let's assume yes. Yes. I was a touch hungover and couldn't pluck up the courage to go and speak to Mark while he was dressed in full ski gear, so instead took a crafty photo on my phone whilst pretending to yawn.
2: I couldn't imagine Mark using ski gear.
3: No, I can't actually. I think he'd look a bit 80s. Yeah, he
1: would. anyone would look 80s in ski gear. But he's he's, got the curly barnet as well. He'd
3: still have a
2: bit of a scowl on his face. Yeah, he
3: would. He wouldn't take any shit even in ski gear. You know. Despite being in the same hotel, I didn't see him until the day I was with my family about to check out to go home. I was uh, stood waiting for the airport bus outside the lobby when I saw him come strolling toward the door. I realised that this could be my only chance to ally myself with Mark and gain a professional football contract. Read on. My heart was racing. Oh. And it struck me that I was chewing some gum at the time. I envisioned myself spitting out the gum, bouncing it on my knees and doing a few keep-ups before volleying it back into my mouth's Latin style. That would
2: get the contract.
3: At which point Mark would rush up to me with £50,000 a week... At least. ...and vending machine privileges. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, nothing remotely similar happened. I spat the chewing gum out of my mouth and with an mightily horrific touch, I shinned it across the pavement <laughs> under a passing car. <laughs> Mark walked by without even giving me a look, and I knew at that point my career as a footballer was over. <laughs> mm. I must repeat, though, his wife was amazing.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> Ollie Knox. Cheers for that, Ollie. Thanks, Ollie. I oh, think yeah. your football career was over before that, if you don't mind yeah. me saying Well,
1: no, but it's nice to know. He knows definitively now, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I once broke my toe when I went to kick a bottle cap on the floor, and you I missed it then. and hit the floor. Yeah, Was it in front of a football manager? It wasn't, but still. It so was you, a... it was wasted anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: <laughs> 'Cause it'd be okay if it was in front of a manager and then he went, Oh, if you hadn't oh. just broken his heart, probably would have signed
1: yeah, you up. Yeah, and that almost certainly would have happened
3: before. Yeah. if a manager could have come up and given you like an instant medical, which you would have failed and that would have been it. Exactly. Yeah. I
2: mean I think, so, Ollie, I think Ollie Knox. Paying, Ollie, Ollie <laughs> Knox is, he's obviously Mark Hughes has kinda of given him a bit of closure there. He yeah, knows exactly, so yeah, he's, yeah. he's he's affirmed his decision. He can move on. Well we're affirming your decision now, Jimbo, in case there was any yeah. doubt. I think retirement was the right thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Good man. Any more emails? Hey Ramblers. Hello.
1: Since you asked about ex footballers who are now teachers, I do not remember this. I presume yeah, you have not your Yeah, well, I presumed you weren't doing shows. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I've got one for you. Uh, oh. This is from Florian. Um, I've got one for you who's actually not a PE teacher. It's an example from Germany, though. Uh, Dieter Frey, uh, German champion with Bayern in 1994, UEFA Cup winner with, with Bayern in 96, German Cup winner with Bremen in 1999, and former captain of my team, Nuremberg, now teaches mathematics and economics got pedigree. at a high school in, uh, it looks like Firth. Germany. Uh, he's a perfect human. Oh. Yeah, I actually went to university with him for a time. Nice bloke, really down to earth. greetings from Germany, Florian. Thank you. Oh, good. That's
3: good. Top stuff. We've had we've had uh, ex footballers being teachers every unlikely so every week. Very
2: strange. You would never get an English player who's won league, anything, top leagues, <laughs> and, and European trophies, and like then I be a I maths hope teacher. Yeah, then. I
3: hope <laughs> it's a bit like
1: Dangerous Minds. Yeah, you know, he's, he's shaping young minds.
3: I like he is I think he, I think he's taking minds and moulding them. Mm.
2: Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. And this man once said this. A jockey doesn't have to have been a horse. It's a Rigo Sacchi. It is, it is indeed. a Rigo- it's overdue. It is yeah. overdue, Jim Barr. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. you have only got ten more
3: minutes or so to wait. And they'll be in.
2: <laughs> um, the former- presumably, he doesn't mess something up between now and then, which we <laughs> hear about.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's unlikely.
2: The former Italian football coach and shoemaker lest we forget he was born on the 1st of April 1946
3: 21 years before the summer of love Mm.
2: damn right Um, I mean this man has quite some story Um, he he was never a professional footballer no Um, he played a little bit for local sides before realising that that was not his destiny Slash, he wasn't good enough. <laughs> um, and he wanted to be a shoemaker. <laughs> yeah. uh, Which is the, interesting, because he, you know, he, he wasn't ever a giant foot
1: at any point. No. Uh, but you don't have to have been a giant foot <laughs> to, make uh, a to, to make shoes. Yeah. Uh,
2: the managerial game, um, I suppose, was certainly his bag. And he, he soon set about the task of reaching the top of said game. Uh, he grew up admiring the total football um, of the Dutch side in the 70s. And, of course, under the great influence of uh, Renus Michels, the the wonderful Dutch coach back in the day. Uh, Saki did play for um, a local amateur side, but he was, as I say, never quite good enough. In 1972, he started coaching uh, another local side, uh, Baraka Lugo, at the tender age of 26. Um, and he'd been famously a shoe salesman before trying his hand at football management now he said that when he turned up there you know I mean there was still a decent standard when he was um, managing Lugo because you know it's still amateur football in Italy you know it's not not rubbish and he said there was a a few problems he he said I was 26 but my goalkeeper was 39 my centre forward was 32 they didn't want to listen to him you you know so he had to win them over I've often
3: wondered how much of an impressive individual you've got to be to have not played football at any level and yeah. still come on respective like the mm. very hot elite players like Mourinho yeah. does and like Viespa well that's right stuff, yeah. you know. mm. Sven <laughs> Sven exactly Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Saki early on he loved system based teams not teams that were all about individuals mm. he loved the uh, attacking style of play which was very different um, to the defensive mentality in his native Italy now he left um, his uh, team uh, Baraka Lugo to be youth coach of Cesena, who were in Serie B at the time and then he took a professional job at Rimini in, in Serie C 1 in 1982, guided them to fourth. Uh, and then he took over as uh, a youth academy boss at Fiorentina. That was his big break. So he he moved pretty quickly, yeah. um, it has to be said. Uh, so uh, like Bella Guttman. Exactly, <laughs> like Bela <Goodman. laughs> um, uh, So yeah, went through the ranks quickly. Now this is when he started to turn Serie A heads when he was at Fiorentina. He did some splendid work there. And as a result, got a job offer from Palmer. In, they weren't in nineteen eighty five. They weren't. They were in uh, Serie one hmm. when he took over. But this is where it really began for Saki. He got them promoted in his first season. And in, the, in uh, the, their first season back in B, his second season with them, they finished seventh. Not far off um, promotion, I might add. Uh, and they were playing some really good football. And as I said earlier, turning heads. Now. And it was in this season that he recorded his first famous victory. They beat Milan 1-0 at the San Siro and 1-0 in Palma in the early rounds of the Coppa Italia. And people were like, hang on a minute.
3: And Berlusconi's ears pricked up.
2: Mm. Well, Berlusconi got him. Yeah, they, having... they hired him. He saw this is a talented young man. We'll, we'll, we'll have him on here. So um, he went to Milan uh, and became, I think it's fair to say, one of the most influential coaches of his generation. Mm. He was uh, scorned by the media when he arrived there, as he was deemed unworthy at uh, such a position. But they used uh, to call I him. Must himself. have had
1: to fight against that every yeah. single yeah. day. Not, day a, not for a player, so long.
2: yeah, not a player, and hadn't really managed any top mm. side.
3: Apparently, because um, he used to, he rocked up uh, one or two press conferences at me, and not many people knew too much about him. So the press, because he had this bald head, yeah. and he used to wear these mirrored sunglasses. They used to call him mm. the alien. <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, Kojak would have been better. Yeah. Um, but anyway he uh, set about building a fantastic team there which is still highly regarded to this day still talks about it as one of the greatest sides in Italian well, and right, league sorry, history one
3: of the greatest club sides of all time yeah, no, they're getting, a bit on, getting
2: on a bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> team, I think they're he brought in the famous Dutch trio of Marco van Basten Ruud Hullett, and Frank Rijkaard
3: Which I've often, I've often obviously, I enjoyed it, and it's one of my favourite teams, actually. But I've often found it interesting that he was, I mean, which you'll come on to in a minute, but Saki was all about the team. He was, yeah. was all about a system. That's right. He doesn't care about how anyone operates on their own. It's all about the good of the team. Mm. But yet he signed players who were quite individually brilliant like, yeah. like Hullet yeah. and Van Basten and Rijkaard mm. who players who could turn a game and who would really no, not be shy of individual skill and taking players well, on that stuff
1: that's what makes a, a, a good team great you know yeah, I suppose you so, yeah. get those really really great individual players that can still
2: play in system so like that, know, exactly like a system like Barcelona now it's a team of superstars
3: example. with no superstars effectively because yeah. they're, they're all part of the unit you that's know?
2: right um, no player is greater than the team um, also in that team were Maldini Baresi, Donadoni Costa Curta and Carlo Ancelotti it's not bad is it not a bad mix mm-hmm. um, in his first season with Milan they won the league for the first time in nine years
3: was that 88 uh,
2: would have been wouldn't it yeah that's right and they went
3: to the European Cup the season after they that they
2: did indeed yeah um, now it was interesting he he would use um Reichard, Ancelotti, uh, and Ancelotti and Hullet to 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 drop deep to kind of press and overrun the uh, opposition midfield which allowed Baresi. And Van Basten, um, a bit more freedom either side of the midfield to dictate the flow of the game. See, Beresi, he was quite, um, well, he was a libero. Mm. And he liked that style of dictating play. You know, like Beckenbauer did and, and Luke Moore does for the Ramble. <laughs> um, uh, you know to the benefit of this, I
3: was pointing to myself. <laughs> He's <reason. laughs> um,
2: uh, so like, it, some
3: player, Beresi, one of the greatest defenders of all time. Yeah. And so, so comfortable with the ball at his feet.
2: Saki loved um the pressing game. That's what he would yeah. in- instill in his plays and this kind of free-flowing attack.
3: Wasn't he a fan of Zonal Marking? He well? was indeed.
2: Well they, they played 4-4-2. Yeah. Very much 4-4-2 with Zonal Marking, which served them incredibly well. And he re um, I suppose he, he rethought the zonal marking system. And they were happy to pass players on to each other and but everyone just owned their zone and they knew exactly what they were doing. Oh, they yeah. were so well drilled. Mm. In training sessions, he would they would often do training sessions without the ball you know he would just position players around, I heard he was
3: I heard he was very strict I mean uh, James Hawkcastle again told me that he would um, like on away games he would go round in the middle of the night and um, or late on and knock on all the doors of the players and mm. like, go in and, they, and if they were up they'd all, they'd all be so respectful of him even though he'd never been a player yeah. um, they would just all pretend to be asleep because, it, because they knew he'd get absolutely punished if they I, I did Yeah, Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, what I saw, And, and, and when, during the games, the players without the ball were just as important as the, one, the ones with the ball. Yeah. Because it was all about finding the space and exploiting that space. You yeah. Know? Yeah, so there was no man marking as players were passed to each other in, in the various zones of the pitch. But there was such a unit. Yeah. When they played, it really was incredible. And they went to win, went on to win back-to-back European Cups, beating Stoy Bucharest four nil in the
3: 1989 final. Well, in the semi-final, they beat uh, Real Madrid six one. On eight, six right? one, yeah, five nil. Yeah. I, I think I'm. 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 I'm not sure. But I think there was five different goal scores in that game as well. Yeah. Uh, my favourite Saki quote is that. Um, yeah. He was so wedded to a system, so wedded. But I mean, he was. uh, Jonathan Wilson said he was influenced quite a lot by Lobanovsky, the great Russian coach. Yeah. And he said that you know he's
2: Ukrainian,
3: was he? uh, One or two. He he said that he wasn't interested in individual players, or he's interested in their team. And the way he described it was, he's almost like a director Mm. with a script Mm. and. The script has to be stuck to. Now, yeah. It's up to the actors, or the players, how they, inf- how they interpret it, yeah. but the end uh, result has got to be the same. That's you know, brilliant, isn't off it? Off you go. Yeah. But you that know? is spot on. It's yeah. such a good analogy. But it worked for him, yeah.
2: yeah. So he, he left uh, Milan in, in 1991, and of course Capello took well, over. Don't forget
3: yeah. the 1990
2: final. Oh, well, they beat uh, Benfica, Benfica 1-0. 1-0. Yeah. Yeah. Rijkaard, a sure. yeah. Nice one. Um, so that's right, in 91, he took over. Um, from the uh, international team in the Italy uh, they were halfway through qualifying for Euro 92 that's right when Saki took over there and they, they failed to qualify I mean it was it wasn't really his fault though, yeah it? I, I think it's we'll be kind to him um, but better was to come from Saki in, in Italy they reached the final of World Cup 94 in the US. Only to be beaten on penalties by Brazil. Mm. Oh, they
3: timed their run so well because they were dodgy at the start. Yeah. Well they coughed and spluttered
2: their way. It was, was way. classic, wasn't it? It was classic, classic Italian. Italy. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah.
1: I, I was, even now, just the memory of the, the Baggio miss just breaks my heart. <laughs> I, I
2: really, really wanted Italy to win. But he steered them through real choppy waters at that mm. tournament, Italy. Because in the group stages they had a real dogged time. You know, losing to Ireland. Um, and he made the decision against Norway when they were down to ten men. I think Paluca got sent off. And he took Baggio off. Yeah. And it was and I remember the commentator, I can't remember who it was at the time. It might have been Liam Brady actually, but it, it, i remember somebody saying, you know, Saki's gambling his whole career here. Yeah. And of course mm. they beat Norway 1-0 and they went on to to, to go through. It's um, a, bit, a bold move. Yeah. Badger, yeah. Incredibly who's, who's bold.
3: He was a move. talismanic sort of Italian player at yeah. the time, you
2: know. But it worked and they were so close to, to winning the World Cup. Um, in Euro 1960 Talons went out in the first round and and, and Saki left the position and it he never really Quite, okay, World Cup final for crying out yeah. loud! But he never really got. I suppose maybe his the team playing as, as effectively as that great Milan side. It's very different, of course, international mm. manager and his his uh, way is is different from the type of uh, football that Italy's been producing for years. Um, mm. But he was never really liked as Italian um, coach. It's interesting, and and he had a bit of a, a, a bit of war of words often with Fabio Capella. They respect each other gratefully, but there's a the big. Um, Ill feeling well, Capello suppose.
3: obviously won the European Cup with Milan in 94. Like yeah. Hammer in Barcelona in the final, well. Mm, yeah. so, he, so he sort of was, has been vindicated, Capello. But that, but that listen, it's got to be said the, the, the team that, that Milan won the European Cup in 89 with mm. was absolutely amazing, yeah. was so good. Yeah. I mean, they, they blew Stoyer away and Haji Stoyer as well. George yeah. Haji Stoyer. Mm. That Galeon Gold, Sotti Maldini, Colombo, <laughs> Costa Curta, Baresi, yeah. Donadoni, Rijkaard van Basten, Hullett, and Ancelotti.
2: Not bad. It's an amazing team. <laughs> it's, it's one
3: of the best teams ever. And and, and yeah. to put it into perspective, people say, oh, is Barcelona uh, of, of today the best club sort of all time? Well... Milan would have something to say about that. Yeah. You no, know, they would. They genuinely absolutely. would. You know, they'd, mm. they'd, they'd give it their best shot, well, and the they would d- be
1: far short. For the solidity of that back line as well was really—it's <sighs> a profile in itself. That I mean, over, <laughs> yeah. absolutely incredible. And to have that sort of attacking flair on top of that—it's just the perfect mix, isn't it?
3: Well, he kept the same core of a team when they defended it in ninety. Adonijah didn't play because, if you remember, he broke his jaw. Oh, that's right. And he almost died. It was, was it was, was, it was the physio yeah the physio um the physio um, Red Star Belgrade yeah and um, broke his jaw I think to to get to free his airway that's right so, so I think it was the same injury which meant he missed the final mm. but other than that it was the core of the same team Tosotti played definitely Maldini mm. Costa Curta the three Dutch boys yeah you know, so it it was you know it was, it was great to keep them together
2: but to take over from Milan when they weren't doing so well and they hadn't won the league for nine years to win the league instantly mm. and then. Bring in these three Dutch players mm. to create this incredible team so quickly. Yeah,
3: was just such a feat. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. As you rightly alluded to, he didn't really. I mean, it's crazy to say because he got to the World Cup final. Yeah, We're yeah, English, yeah. we love that. But he didn't really hit the heights again. Yeah. But the mm. way he almost almost revolutionised sort of Italian club football. That's right. Is, I mean, well, uh,
2: you know, world football. You could argue with the zonal marking, the pressing, the bringing that, kind of that of yeah, yeah.
3: And and, and and to to sum that up as well, I said that the press used to call him the alien, By the end. They were calling him, isn't it? That was the prophet. <laughs> so you know he, he had won them over.
2: Yeah. Oh, wonderful. He step. won everyone over, didn't he? Mm. Uh, so after he finished coaching um, Italy, he went back to Milan for a brief stint. Didn't have the success that he had before.
3: Did he go back to Parma as well?
2: Uh, he did. Yeah. He went to Atletico Madrid, uh, Parma, and he finished um, with a director of football role. I think it was at Real Madrid. That's right. Because that, that
3: was relatively recent, wasn't it? Uh, five five years ago. Four oh five. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Mm. Um, he's now a pundit in Italy, I think, and he's not short of an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's had little verbals with Zlatan uh, before, which is, which is just brilliant. <laughs> what an amazing it? surprise! <laughs> but his s- Saki story is an incredible one. From from shoe salesman to coaching local teams to then reinventing parts of the modern game for Milan and, and getting to his his country to the World Cup final, it's just unprecedented. Yeah, it's,
1: it's fairy tale stuff, isn't it?
2: It really is. And, and I'll, I'll I'll leave the the last words to. Um, Football Ramble blogger Chris Mann Oh yeah Who, who wrote an excellent Profile on him And, and writes excellent Blogs for, for us um, And I thought he Summed it up quite nicely He said about Saki He um, A man with virtually No formal experience As a player Saki broke down Barriers of snobbery And crashed through The countless glass Ceilings in the late 80s And early 90s To become argu- arguably The most influential Coach of his generation Come and in In he comes The Rigo Saki Rigo well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble for this week. The if you'd like to get in touch with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com dot com, and the website thefootballramble.com dot com has lots of marvelous things going on.
3: and um, yeah, definitely check out Dermot Corrigan's blog um, about Mourinho's sort of slight, what they're calling a psychological duel with Iker Casillas. Yeah, who mm. apparently is one the last of the old guard at Madrid to be won over by Mourinho and his uh, tactics and and. Should we say, interesting um, <clears throat> tactic of, 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 of basically annoying everyone in the whole of Spain, yeah. uh, <laughs> including including a lot of people at Madrid. So um, that's worth checking out. We've obviously got the forum on there as well. Um, we'll be doing um, plenty of live minute-by-minutes as well for games coming up, so keep an eye on the website for that. Um, and that's about it.
1: Mm, we um, go. I'd just like to um, say thank you to all the listeners that came to, uh, to, to see my show. In Edinburgh, it was very enjoyable. Met a lot of listeners. It was good. Met Benjamin Bloom. Remember, who did that amazing. Oh, you met him, did yeah, you? The guy did, that did amazing the jingle? jingle for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was that was it nice. hobnobbing yeah. with the listeners. Yeah, that no, was man. fun. So, thank you very much.
2: Marvelous stuff. Okay, uh, that's about it for this week. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. Pete's back next week. All four of us for the first time this season. Three company, falls a ramble.
1: La 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 Peter Donaldson La 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 Donaldson La 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 Donaldson La 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 la
2: Donaldson
1: La 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 Donaldson La 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 la
2: Beefy,
3: beefy He aches that